Gospel Message. In the book of Judges, chapter 13, we read that very popular story of Samson and ultimately Delilah. But I want to focus on Samson for this message. And in chapter 13, that's where the angel of the Lord came to the mother of Samson and prophesied unto her that she was going to conceive and give birth to a son. And the angel of the Lord brought some very specific instructions that he gave to the mother. And ultimately, the father was privy to that. But the instructions were very specific, even for the mother prior to conceiving Samson. The angel of the Lord told her uh, in verse four, he says, therefore, beware, I pray thee and drink not wine nor strong drink and eat not any unclean thing. Verse five, for lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son and no razor shall come upon his head for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So this was the instruction that was given to Samson's mother regarding Samson. And eventually, when Samson was born, the Bible tells us in that same chapter 13, verse 24, it says, And the woman bare a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtiel. In chapter 14, when Samson had one of his many encounters with the Philistines, verse 6 of chapter 14 tells us, And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he rent him as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand, but he told not his father or his mother what he has done. This was when Samson killed a lion with his bare hands. And that was his first act of, his first act that showed the strength that the Spirit of the Lord had endowed him with. So again, we know the story and I'm not going to go into the whole chapter in great detail, but Samson was used by God to begin to destroy the Philistines, as that chapter 13 told us. And Sam Samson's strength lay in his head not being shaven. That was number two. But number one, it started from when the instruction was given to his mother. So the instruction was given to his mother that while she was pregnant with him, she was to drink no wine or any strong drink or anything from the vine, you know, so no, I'm pretty sure like she wasn't even allowed to have grape juice if there was such a thing as grape juice as of that time, you know, it was very strict and the angel of the Lord told her this thing twice, told her this thing the first time and then told it to her, reminded her again in the presence of her husband when her husband, you know, beseeched the Lord that the angel would come again. 
in that same chapter 13. So the instruction was very, very strict. And the manifestation of God's power upon Samuel was contingent on the obedience of this instruction. So one can decipher that the the power lay in the in the doing of what the Lord had instructed, which was part A, the abstinence, the you know, the obedience of the Nazarite law, and number two, or part B, Samson not shaving his head or a razor not touching Samson's head. Because in chapter 16, when Delilah finally convinced him to tell her his secret, verse 20 of chapter 16 says, And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as other times before and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord had departed from him. So this was when Samson was captured by the Philistines because he had told Delilah the secret of his strength, which was that, you know, he was not to shave his hair and he was also a Nazarite unto the Lord. But when Delilah, when he told Delilah his secret and Delilah shaved his head, the, the Bible tells us that the spirit of the Lord departed from him. So he broke the covenant. And as a result of that covenant being broken, he could no longer benefit from the power of the Lord that was upon that covenant. So I guess, what was the ordinance? The ordinance was, one would say, okay, was the ordinance upon Samson? Was Samson chosen? Was he predestined? Was he preordained to do these things? Absolutely, he was, because the Bible tells us that he was. However, the Bible also shows us that the ordinance was on the choice. The, the, God gave his word, right? Samson's mother could have broken that word. She could have disobeyed from the beginning. And that ordinance would not have been because, again, the ordinance was upon the obedience. She obeyed by not drinking any strong drink, by having nothing to do with the vine while she was pregnant with Samson. And then after Samson was born, that a razor not touch his head. Had any of these things been broken, then as what happened in chapter 16, the covenant would have been broken. He would never have been able to fulfill what the Lord had ordained him to fulfill had any portion of that ordinance been broken. So Samson was chosen to do a work of the Lord, but him being able to do that work was contingent on a couple of things. Now, keep in mind, the Bible tells us that Samson, that God was going to use Samson to begin to destroy the Philistines. Now, one could say, oh, well, had Samson, you know, not disobeyed, had he not done that, he would have, he would have, I guess, been a judge in Israel for much longer than he was. And, 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 you know, it's, it's kind of like his, when he disobeyed, he sort of messed that up. Whereas others have 
given this same message and said, well, that was the way that the Lord had willed it to happen. The Lord willed it to happen where, you know, he would obey, he would disobey and the Lord would use him in that way. I don't know that the Lord willed him to disobey. I, I don't believe the Lord wills somebody to disobey because I think that would be contrary to giving everybody a chance to succeed. I think the word was put out there. This is what I believe. The word was put out there. The ordinance was put out there. The instruction was put out there. Samson was going to do it one way or another. He was going to be used by the Lord to destroy the Philistines. But whether it be in life with the strength or be in death, it was going to happen. It ended up being a portion in life, but a portion in death, because again, he chose to divulge his secrets to Delilah. He chose to go in the way of, of the Philistines by going to seek a Philistine wife, even though his parents had encouraged him not to do that. So God gave his word that Samson was going to be used. And Samson was used. He was used while he was obeying, and at the time of his death, he was also used, but it was the disobedience that led to his death. God did not ordain his death. I don't believe God ordained his death. Samson chose how he ended. God ordained that he would destroy the Philistines or he would contribute towards the destructions of the Philistines, and God's word was fulfilled. Samson did in life and in death contribute to the destructions to the destruction of the Philistines as ordained by God but it was his disobedience that led to his death it wasn't God's word that led to his death his disobedience led to his death but God's word was still brought to pass even in the death of Samson when God gives us the the choice to choose between life and death. It's, you know, when people say, oh, well, God ordained his death, it's like saying, well, when God asks us to choose between life and death, he's ordaining us to die. No, he's ordaining us to choose. If we choose life, there is something that comes with that choice of life. If we choose death, there is something that comes with that also. But the blessing of God is spoken forth. It, it goes before when he speaks the word, he says that word will achieve whatever it was meant to achieve. So if God says, don't let a razor touch your head, then when the razor did not touch his head, Samson had his strength and in life with his strength, he was able to do what God had promised would happen if he obeyed. But when Samson chose to now divulge his secret and his, and his hair was shaven, then he lost his strength. He couldn't do anything. He was now powerless because the thing that gave him power was gone. And it was his own choices that led to the thing that gave him power being gone. So when God gives us the option to obey or to disobey. We cannot now come after God and say, oh God, why are you allowing these things to come upon me? God is not, a, he's only, a, his word is in motion. We chose that part that led to 
things coming upon us because we had the same equal opportunity to choose the part that would not have led to that. When we choose life, then certain things happen. But when we choose the opposite, which is disobedience, then those things happen. God always gives us the choice. He will give us the instruction. This should not happen. He told Samson's mother, do not drink strong drink. Do not have anything to do with the vine. We don't know what the adverse effect of that would have been because she obeyed. <laughs> so she obeyed. So had she not obeyed, I guarantee you something would have happened. We're not privy to that because Samson's mother did obey. And then the ball was now in Samson's court for Samson to obey. Samson did obey for a time, but unfortunately, his proclivities got the best of him. And he disobeyed by divulging the secret. Samson didn't cut his own hair, but his proclivities, his lust for this Philistine woman led one of them to be able to tempt him to the point that he divulged his secret to her, the secret of his strength, which now led to her cutting his hair, which now led to him losing his powers. The power that again, the spirit of the Lord was upon him as long as he was within the covenant. The minute he stepped out of the covenant, the minute he stepped out of the ordinance, the Bible tells us that the spirit of the Lord departed from him. As long as we abide in the covenant, then whatever the Lord has ordained for the covenant will be our portion. The minute we now step out of the covenant, there is also an ordinance on the stepping out of the covenant. So whichever side of the ordinance we fall on, that's what's going to happen. There is a side of God's word that comes with obedience. As long as we obey, then we reap the benefits of that word. But God also sends out a word for disobedience. So if we happen to be on the disobedience side, then unfortunately we reap that as well. The story of Samson tells us the profit of obedience and, of course, the penalty of disobedience. The choice is ours whether to abide on the profit side or whether it's to abide on the penalty side. God's word will go forth. He said that Samson would have a part in the destruction of the Philistines. And at the end of Samson's life, the Bible tells us that in his death, in chapter 16, from verse 30, and Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. He had a hand in the destruction of the Philistines. Unfortunately for him, it came with a penalty because he did not abide on the side of obedience. God's word went forth. But how it goes forth 
is up to us. Is it going to be on the profitable side or is it going to be on the penalty side? That choice is entirely up to us. And it is my prayer for me and for all of us who seek him and who choose him that we will surrender our lives unto him and his spirit will guide us to always abide on the side of his ordinance that will be for profit and not for penalty. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.